Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello and welcome to the Pickup WNBA Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. And this is episode 41. Yes, it Free is. Free agency has happened. Pe- a lot has happened. People have gone all across the country, this way, that way, all over the place. It was incredibly active this year. Um, even more blockbuster moves. Uh, Freddie, how did you feel about um, this free agency? Wild. It's absolutely I, wild. I jumped into uh, it too quick. I didn't ask you how you're doing, how life is. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, you know, did the honeymoon thing. Um, got really sick last week. That sucked. Oh. But, uh, you know, dog sitting right now. So if you hear any dogs barking in the back, well, it's just one. There shouldn't be two. Um, but if you hear two something's fucking going down but if you hear one i mean don't worry about it (laughs) um anyways i'm good that's great that's great i'm I'm happy you're feeling better all that stuff you know we're recording this on wednesday february 8th uh lebron james passed the scoring record last night uh that was a very uh fun and you know monumentous moment to uh mm-hmm. to watch live did you were you able to catch it live i was yeah i i did yeah it was it was awesome um uh, as a hardcore basketball fan watching a record like that be broken was pretty intense mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean it, it definitely made me think of like what what massive records in the wnba will we ever see beaten um, now that we, you know, we're, we're covering the league, like, uh, you know, I'm sure as we get more and more familiar with, with certain records and, and, you know, cause I think one thing that was interesting with the LeBron Jabbar thing is kind of like the time comparisons, right? Like Jabbar didn't yeah. shoot threes and, you know, played till he was 41, uh, was the first player to like, you know, popularize yoga in the NBA. And LeBron's also this like, yes, yeah, spends a million dollars on his body type stuff. So just to see, yeah, time reflected in that way with champions, you know, really some put some perspective on on what can happen to a league when it exists for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, translating that to the WNBA, like I think, um, yeah, I, I feel like obviously we we weren't we're not day one WNBAers, but uh, I think we'll we'll still see a lot of of, of greatness come and go, you know. So should be fun. No, that's very well put, and. Um... 
I completely agree. And now, you know, looking into this WNBA season, we predicted as much, but now we're here. You know, Stewie has gone to the Liberty along with Courtney Vandersloot. You know, we talked about the John Quell Jones trade last episode, and now Candace Parker is with the Aces, and it it is very clear that we have two super teams in this league right now. Yeah, it is officially, you know, the super team era uh, of the W for us. Uh, I was just looking before we started recording. Uh, you know, I think everybody knows that uh, the last back-to-back was the Sparks. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I didn't really re- – I didn't contextualize it this way. But, you know, we, we started in uh, 97 or I guess 96, 97. And um, you, you, got, you have the Houston Comets four – champ you know four-time champions to start the league uh and then you have the sparks back to back but that was in 2002 and there's been a couple you know you know semi you know dynasties but no back-to-backs right you got the Lynx yeah. dynasty um you got uh the the detroit shock uh dynasty uh obviously seattle's been good for a long time so, uh you know the sparks have have won again as well but uh we are we are absolutely, you know, in some type of super team dynastic era, which uh, I mean is is utterly fascinating. Like, yeah, I think when me and you started covering the league, I didn't really realize how much of a like a parody era we were in. You know, it mm-hmm. sort of seemed like yeah, there's a couple bad teams, but you know, four, five, six contenders, and and you were the first person like on this pod who was sort of like, man, yeah, I know the. I know the Connecticut Sun are good, but they really don't stand a chance against the Aces. And you know, I think I made some kind of fun argument as to why this why the Sun had a chance, but ultimately the Aces dispatched of them, and the Aces have yet dramatically improved. So I'm not sure, you know, which team you want to start with, or if you no. Wanna, first of all, yeah. let me defend you in that it was good that you defended the Sun because that. It's what gives us a good dynamic. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because I could have just as easily been wrong. Like they could have kept their players and then signed Vandersloot or something. And then suddenly the sun are back in it. Right. Like, I don't know. Um, You know, what was happening there with, you know, vibes is an overused word now, but you know why they decided that to make the decision they did, it wasn't something we saw coming necessarily. I just thought as constructed, they weren't going to beat the aces, but yeah. So now, you know, we have two major super teams and, you know, this is like an ongoing thing we've talked about on this podcast, but remember a few episodes ago, we were talking about facilities Mm -hmm. and I actually think this is a big part of why it's New York and why it's the aces, right? Totally. Everyone wants to play on these two teams for a reason. And that is because they, they spend the money, they you know they are treated very well here and and it shows and i think you know i'm i'm definitely excited to see these two teams face off against each other but i but the lack of competitive parity in the league is going to be hard to watch i think um throughout the season it is yeah uh i i definitely love competitive parity um i guess two things i'll say about that though is you just never know what is what how a season's actually going to play out. Um, you know whether it's someone like Ryan Howard, like maybe she takes like a massive step and is like the best player in the W. Um, 
and and you know maybe the dream are better than we realize and obviously that's like a far-fetched thing but i, I you know so there's that there's like the unpredictability part of it the other part of it is and we've been talking about this for a long time but the growth of the league you know uh, like engelbert you know expansion oh you know all these different stuff we're going to get to you know more of that later but i think it is fascinating that we've touched on you know the liberty uh scandal or you know about a, a year and a half ago with the flights um and then you have uh the, the hiring of uh of becky hammond right and and the the massive contract uh mm-hmm. you know she was given and and how frustrated Cam, uh, campage was with that contract but how you know what i think what's fascinating to me anyways is kind of like these two owners you know they've shown to me they're they're willing to break rules they are willing to um they're willing to do stuff that other owners aren't and i think that puts a lot of pressure on the league to say hey we need to you know make sure there's competitive balance here and we need to make sure things are fair but also how much do we want to push back on extreme wealth putting their money into the league? Well, you know, not only does it put pressure on the league, but I think it puts pressure on the other owners to, you know, to put uh, to put in a certain way uh, to step your pussy up, basically. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I'll let I'll let you say that. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's putting pressure on the other owners to do that, right? Because yeah. They're saying, hey, like this is and that side of it, I kind of like, you know, see, that's I kind of like that, too. And and I, I, you know, it's will it be frustrating if the aces in the Liberty run through the league um, and, you know, it's there's just no other opportunities for other teams to, to beat them. And then it's, you know, all that really matters is them being in the finals. Yeah, for sure. You know, as an NBA fan there were points during the Warriors dynasty that were, were frustrating yes. you know, for the rest of the NBA. But I think with where the W's at with 12 teams, I, I think there's exactly that. I think there's this, you know, it's like, it's like you better step up, you know, and, 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 and if you want to compete, this is what it's going to take going forward. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think, um, you know, so there was a, I didn't put this in our docket, but I, I was reading something that um, Kathy Engelbert said that it costs, it would cost the league 25 million a year to, um, to have private planes. This is mm-hmm. something we, we talk about all the time. Yeah. So that's just a bit over 2 million per team. Yeah. Get it done. Like I, if you can, like you know, we keep saying this. If you can own the team, you can own a plane. I don't understand yeah. why these other owners are are not putting in that kind of money, putting in that kind of what I would consider an investment. I would argue that it's an investment in the league, not just an expense, because you were investing totally. towards legitimizing this league, right? And so, yeah, I, I. Yeah, as of right now, you know, because you know things can change quickly in the WNBA. But as of right now, I like that this is putting pressure on other owners. That hey, if you want to be competitive in this league, if you want to be able to recruit someone like Stewie to your team, 
you're going to need to have facilities as nice as ours. You're going to need to be willing to buy a private plane, you know, not that these teams are going to be allowed to do that just yet, but I'm just saying in general, like you need to be showing that you're moving in that direction at least. Right. And, and, yeah. you know, teams like, like the sparks, the wings, um, maybe to some degree, the storm are going to be in a state of frankly, mediocrity, which we all know in sports, it's not where you want to be mm-hmm. for quite some time. I think until they're able to do that, you know, Atlanta in Indiana, we know they're in a rebuilding phase right now. So they're exactly where we expect them to be, but you know, and maybe I guess I could add the sun to that category. Now um, it, it appears to that appears to be the case, but these other teams that like want to be competitive Phoenix, of course, let's add Phoenix to that. They, they're not really going to be able to do that on that level. I mean, Phoenix this season, I think is going to be a bit of an X factor because of, we don't know to mm-hmm. what level Brittany's going to be at, but yeah. all of that aside, I, you know, it's just, if you want to be able to recruit these free agents, you're going to have to be on this level now, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'll even add too. I think fan pressure. So mm-hmm. if you're a fan of of the Fever, of the Lynx, uh, of, of the Wings, you're you're like, hey, I I don't want to just go to the game knowing that my team is going to lose. So like, can you do something? Um, yeah, I'm you know, sad we- for our Toronto game. Because we're not we're not going to see Candace Parker. We're not going to see Vandersloot, Courtney Vandersloot. You know, we're not going to see Quigley. Like it's just you know. It's but listen, just, yeah. If you're if you're if you're a Torontonian, and you're and you're a fan of the pod, uh, first of all, thank you. Second of all, show up to this game because we have wealth. So <laughs> we're still auditioning. <laughs> we're still auditioning, and we, we want a team because if we get in there, we're going to have really wealthy ownership mm-hmm. that can ball and uh, we'll have amazing facilities mm-hmm. and we can be one of those teams and you know not to go on too much of a tangent but i think that this happens in in leagues that are sort of like building and not uh you know that don't have like a i guess what's the word i'm looking for um you know they don't have like a like a a luxury tax situation similar to the NBA, right? In the MLS, um, actually the Toronto team, uh, Toronto FC is, is massively outspending the rest of the league, massively outspending. And they're probably going to win. Um, You know, in the MLB, you have that, right? Uh, And I think what's also cool is you, what starts to happen is like things like uh, for any, um, uh, you know, like Moneyball fans, uh, part of that story is that the teams that don't have a lot of money are forced to be like wildly creative. So their drafting gets better. Their scouting gets better. Uh, their strategies get more, you know, yeah. kind of unhinged. And uh, yeah, I think a couple well, of years happened this, with the Raptors. That's how we were able to win a championship. Right. You know, we focus on our, our G league team and, you know, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of ways to be competitive uh, and, um, you know, if you can't spend, then you better find a- another way to do it. And mm-hmm. the pressure is on everybody else. And that's exciting to me. Yeah, that I agree with. Um, but with all that said, all of this uh, additional spending from these teams does not come without controversy yeah. because uh, Las Vegas Aces owner um, Mark Davis 
is uh, under investigation right now by the WNBA for um, making essentially what are considered under under the table offers. So Mm -hmm. basically what he has been accused of is making additional financial payments to players under the table. So how this is broken down is, um, you know, he would negotiate their contracts with their agents. And then after that was essentially done, he would make another phone call to their agent, give the player a job with one of their other companies, not necessarily with the team, um, with quote, uh, negligible work, and then be able to offer them more money that way. So it's not on the books with the team, which is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I don't even think is legal even within, you know, like WNBA rules aside. I don't even know if you can do that, like within the law of the country. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even yeah. know if that's like legal in America to do or not. So uh, super weird stuff there. I mean, this story just came out today. Like we're recording this on the 8th. This story came out this morning. So, yeah, I imagine this investigation is ongoing. Um, if this turns out to be true, this is going to be really bad for the league, for the players, for everyone. Like, this is not good. Um I understand wanting to spend more on your players. You want to spoil people. You want to have your super team. You want to have your dynasty, this, that, or the other. But this is like, man, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. I, you know, I think you covered it. Like spoiling and, and being top tier is one thing. Cheating is another thing. And this is definitely in the territory of cheating. Um, And, uh, you know, again, it's complicated by the fact that, that everyone knows that uh you know women in the w deserve more money right a big problem is uh you know uh obviously with hap- uh, what happened with griner like really highlighted things but it- it- it's an issue that players can't get uh you know more money via their franchise uh and you know i think that i mean i'm sure it's not going to happen but you know i think i'm really interested uh, with with what does happen next bargaining agreement and if the league does opt to go to more of a uh you know like a, a different type of cap where you know you don't limit teams you, you, you know you sort of cut you, you cut some of this backdoor deal stuff out it's a big problem in the ncaa and re- honestly mm-hmm. like anywhere yep. anywhere you find recruitment you find uh backdoor deals and cheating and i think the more you're not going to eliminate those advantages. So I think the more it's public facing and, uh, you know, just like, like in a situation where everyone can see what's going on, transparent, that's what I was looking for. The, you know, the more transparent it is, the less you're going to have that. And I'm not saying that because the aces cheated, you know, you should change the rules, but I am saying that, uh, you know, sure. Punish them for cheating but also look into the deeper root of the problem. That's a great point, right? Because, you know, you talk about the NCAA. I mean, they're, those players are not paid at all, which is mm-hmm. highly controversial and should not be the case in my opinion. Um, and in the WNBA, they're underpaid. So similar situations. So when you have these kinds of things in place, that's what gives room for this to happen. 
Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, it's so hard for me sitting here to even know what the uh, consequences of something like this could be because it's not in the league's interest for this to really get out. Not to say that they would cover it up, but I'm just saying like, it's not in their best interest for this to become a thing. So I don't know how this would actually be handled. I really have no idea. Yeah. I, you know, this is another fascinating kind of trial run for me and you uh, <laughs> covering uh, this league, because <laughs> how does this league deal with, uh, you know, rule breakers? And, uh, you know, I think we're both, I would say, you know, frustrated by like the we, we Joe Sai saying, you know, my team should shouldn't have to fly coach and I have the money and I'll pay for them to fly, uh, you know, privately. I think, yeah, is sort of like a perk and, uh, you know, like uh, treating your players well. But this is definitely going beyond that. Um, and for anyone who knows. Uh, you know the like the the Davis family, right? They're they're NFL famous. Like, you know, there's a bit of a bit of a history there too, right? So, I think what the W doesn't want is uh any sort of claims of unfairness, right? It's one thing if all these players choose to take pay cuts and play together because they want to win. It's another thing if they're not actually taking pay cuts. And they're still making money. Like if you're, yeah, the fever, I keep using the fever and the, and the links and, and, and the wings as an example. But, you know, if you're those franchises, you're sort of like, okay, this is like, this is beyond, you know, a super team thing. This is, yeah. this is just directly like unfair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Um, okay. Another, another Vegas drama. Uh, yes. <laughs> I guess nothing stays in Vegas anymore. Um, huh. So Candace Parker did her um, press conference, you know, for what's it called? Just when you're introduced, you when you're part of the team, right? Mm -hmm. Just her welcome press conference, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. uh, it was all done on Zoom. Um, and um, they tried to ask her about the Dierica Hamby uh, situation right she's accused the team of discrimination after trading her while pregnant um she has cited other incidences that have led her to believe that this could be discrimination i believe that is also an investigation underway so now this team is under two investigations right now and uh, this reporter tried to ask candace parker what her feelings were about it but um the reporter was cut off um, pretty abruptly and there's mm -hmm. a video of it on twitter so you can actually see the video where like the second this reporter asks about dierica hamby um they are immediately cut off by i assume is the aces pr person mm -hmm. um i'm not exactly sure who he is but he cuts him off immediately and basically says okay well you know that's all the that's all the time we have or i think somebody else has one other question kind of thing like it's actively it appears that something is actively being covered up because it's what like uh, my feeling is this it's like if you are going if let the reporter finish the sentence right and then you could just jump in and be like 
hey, you know what? This is an ongoing situation and none of our players or staff or anything can comment on this at this moment. Right? But this guy was like rudely shut down in a way that feels concerning to me. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, you know, I was going to say like major cringe, but it's bigger mm. than that. And and first of all, shout out to uh, Andy Yamashita, who uh, asked the question, you know, we need reporters to ask the type of ask yes. these types of questions. So we get these types of insights. And to me, it's very insightful. If like you said, Catherine, you, you know, you can't even spin this into a no comment. You, you panic, you outright panic and shut someone down mid sentence. That to me is like, listen, if you're, if you're not hiding anything, if you're not guilty, if you're not transparent, you know, like you are absolutely not helping your case by shutting down the like any type of curiosity and question regarding the Dierica Hamby situation. So, um, yeah, this just got bigger, in my opinion, yeah, and worse for the aces. And yeah, we should be talking about these two powerhouse teams and these reigning champions getting better with Candace. But now we're, we're we're talking about, hey, what did you do to circumvent the cap? And also, what did, why did you trade Hamby? Did you trade her because you knew she was pregnant? You know, that's bad. That's really bad. And I think, yeah, I mean, it's always like two steps forward. Well, they step, did know she step. was pregnant, but we just want to say, like, is that why you traded her? Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah and and, no, and, and to be yeah. fair, you know, for anyone listening, like I don't know. Right. So I'm obviously speculating, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, talk to me. What's up? I want to know. I really want to know now after that reporter was shut down. Yeah. I was less suspicious before. Like I was like, yeah, right, this, right. like when, when we were talking about it last episode, I was like, you know, this doesn't look good, but you know, we don't know. Right. But now it's like, yo, this really doesn't look good. And now it's like, especially too, if this like financial rule breaking thing has occurred also, then you're like, well, that opens the floodgates for like, to what degree do you respect rules? Do you respect boundaries? Do you mm -hmm. even give a shit about anything? You know what I mean? Like it, it just kind of opens the floodgates for more because I just, you know, where there's smoke there's fire blah 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 yeah. right you know I, yeah i guess like you said what happens in vegas is not staying in vegas and also don't ask vegas any questions like you know <laughs> <laughs> uh and yeah they better deal with this right because the on-court product has a chance to be very special and i think the w deserves uh for the focus to be on that especially you know in such a transition year right um fouls is is out bird is out um let's build and get bigger and the you know i want to be you know on this podcast with you talking about uh what can teams do to compete with the liberty and the aces and and who's going to be the champion between those two i don't want to be talking about yeah like backdoor deals and disingenuous trades yeah, well, you know, if this is all true, my God, that's this is going to set things back. It's not yeah. going to set things forward at all. If Which all sucks. of this is true, it's going to really set things back. Yeah. And that's going to be really unfortunate. 
Um, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, I said it and I believe it. <laughs> it just, it all just felt more grim than I, than I <laughs> yeah. thought, you know what I mean? You hit me hard with the wow. Not going to lie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I should be called out for just my, my tone, my cadence and my overall mood lately. Um, okay. You're good. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> I should be called out. <laughs> Call me out. Call me out. Oh, God, I'm really losing it. Anyway, uh, Kathy Engelbert said WNBA expansion is still two to four years out. Um, so even though we as a city of Toronto are auditioning, you know, nothing's going to happen in the next year. Looks like it'll be the next two to four years. Um, so, you know, that's interesting. We'll see. Like, I think uh, I have no idea to what degree the NBA will factor into that. You know, we'll, we'll, we have certainly have lost and maybe continue to lose some of our post-championship uh, momentum, which I think they were originally hoping to uh, capitalize on. Um, but there's other cities out there, right? Like there's, there's San Francisco slash Oakland, which I mm -hmm. think is a very um, worthy competitor of having yeah. uh, uh, an expansion team. Although, um, there's no reason why we both couldn't have teams, right? Because we'd probably yeah. have two. Houston, Portland, Portland, Houston, of course. You know, you know, a legacy there. Yeah. So who knows? It's just, just simply, I don't really have like a hot take per se, but just simply noting that um, that's where we stand on that because I know a lot of people are are always curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I think this is Engelbert sort of like you know we've seen a lot of this sort of not giving a for sure answer. I think, you know, that's, that's her way of saying nothing's imminent um, teams that are vying for this uh, vie harder, you know, like show us that, you know, I think if teams present, you know, or, or cities rather present as like, Hey, we're a surefire city, like having, having a team here, we are not going, we are going to be, uh, we have wealthy ownership. We are going to have a wild fan base. Like there's a lot of like, this is not a risk. You know, it's a risk to not do it. I, I think that's every time I hear her say like two to four years, it's like, I, that to me is kind of tells me like, like, you know, would she be saying that if, if the candidates discussed were, were like petitioning their governments like hard or their, you know, their local, like their mayors or whatever, like, you know, as a, yeah, as a Torontonian, if we had John Tory, like regularly talking about this would like how much, how much pushback would there be? Right. I think, yeah. you know, it, it, I think it would, it would, it would seem a lot more imminent than it does. So that to me is, is Engelbert saying like, yeah, yeah, we know that we are headed in that direction, but, um, you know, it's almost like someone in, in a pitch meeting saying, uh, wow me, you know? Yeah. I also think that, you know, there's something to be said just about managing people's expectations as well. Yeah. Right. So you don't want to say it's going to be like in the next year and then people are like, oh, wow. And then it doesn't happen. So, you know, um, but two to four years seems pretty soon. So yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I definitely feel optimistic that we will see, um, expansion in that time for sure.
Yeah, and expansion, you know, uh, uh, again, like, you know, working with you on this podcast, like expansion will be, uh, you know, there's been a long build, right? So it will be glorious. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm optimistic too. And yeah, it'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Freddie, it is time for your fun question. Okay, FFQ, let's go. Um, so this is, uh, I feel like, legal recruitment, right? So this isn't us doing anything illegal. <laughs> but um, apparently in, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Liberty recruitment, uh, KD was, was tweeting Stewie, uh, you know, I don't know if it was DMs or openly or whatever, but, you know, was trying to get uh, Stewie to come to the Liberty. Um, so uh, I thought it'd be a fun exercise for us to uh, pick a random team Obviously not the aces of the Liberty. Imagine you are a celebrity, you know, you're just, you don't have to pick a celebrity, but just me or you, Freddie or Catherine are celebrities and tell me how you would recruit, uh, like, like who you would recruit. Oh, we're celebrities and we're recruiting a player. We're we're powerful people. We're recruiting, you know, who are we going after and how are we doing it? Okay. Can you, can you go first? Uh, yes, I can. Um, so, uh, I, I I'm I'm going after uh I'm going after Ryan Howard. Uh I know that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I know it's early in her career. Uh, you know, I'm sure everything's cozy with the dream. Uh things are good. But uh in this scenario, um uh I, I'm stumping from uh from Minnesota. Um Minnesota has a legacy. Um there's a lot of fun history there with Prince and Prince's involvement with the team. Uh, so I'm going hard in like a musical direction and I'm like, basically, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to like Lake Minnetonka. Like I'm going wild. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm doing a bunch of like live shows. That's all we know of Minnesota, honestly. Hey, listen, anytime, I wouldn't know in, a thing about Minnesota. If it anytime Indiana Prince. comes up, you're like, that's where the Jacksons are from. So this is my, this is my Minnesota thing. Well, but, and, and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who are Janet Jackson's producers are also mm-hmm. based, uh, are also based there. In, in Indiana or Minnesota? No, in Minnesota. Shout out Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Twin Cities. Let's go. Let's go. Um, no, but really like I, I, live concerts is my, is my, you know, too long. Don't read answer. Um, uh, just doing a bunch of live concerts for, for Ryan Howard until uh, she's like, I got to check these out. She comes down. I'm like, what's up? This could be every day. You could be at Coachella every day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's like, I don't, wa- I don't want Minnesota it. Coachella <laughs> yeah. Come on. You know, I'm getting creative here. Oh my God. Um, okay. So, I mean, I'm doing this on the fly here. Okay. Sure. So, and we're not doing Vegas or New York. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recruit Kalia Copper. Okay, I like okay, that. Okay, I'm gonna recruit Kalia Copper, and I'm gonna recruit her to where am I gonna recruit her? Let's go. Let's go to Seattle. Okay. Okay. Strong history in Seattle. Let's go to the first uh, Starbucks. Let's have like a bit of a Fraser moment. Let's let's get her an apartment as nice as the one Frasier had in Frasier. Um, and then sure. and then we'll go to um, the hospital that Grey's Anatomy is based on. Not, you know, not that you're ever going to need the hospital, but just, hey, if if you if you need it, this hospital actors, they're not there in Seattle, but 
they're sexy yeah. and this is where that's based and that's hey. really important and then like and then i'm gonna give her uh, a locker like you know talk about facilities you know we're gonna color coat this to whatever she likes you know i'm not gonna force leopard print on her if that's not what she wants but whatever she wants it can be and then um and then we'll have like a bit of a grunge moment because that's what seattle's known for i don't think that's kalia's music but you sure. know we're gonna go to you know watch like a nirvana cover band this is all I know of Seattle. Hey, good. I think this uh, you, is a you went, failed you went right down nostalgia lane pitch. This I don't think this pitch would work, but I'm not yeah. a salesperson. And then maybe we end the night uh, in the in that little that needle thing. The, yeah, I was going to say the only thing you haven't mentioned building? is the needle, the needle. And, and we'll and we'll get some really cute photos. Maybe we won't end the night there, but we'll get some cute photos at some point. I love it. That's um, all I can think. I should have. Uh, Listen, maybe it's we can clear revisit that me this. and you aren't celebrities. That's all I'm gonna say. Maybe we can revisit this next week and we can think of some better pitches. But that's no, you know, no, it's I, the I, Seattle experience. Isn't there? <laughs> an, there's a museum there called the Experience Museum. Uh, I I can't verify that. I but, think so. Uh, I, I think I that's true. I think that's true. We could do that too. The Seattle Experience. Check. It I'll out. think of a. I'm gonna try and think of a better pitch for her next week. Here at the pickup, we love museums. I yeah. do love museums. <laughs> I know. I, I prefer I, art galleries, but I do prefer. But I, I, I do was like joking, them. but I was also being real. You work at one. That's right. Come check out the Mocha. Okay. Back <laughs> on February twenty third. Let's go. Do they art. still have stuff from um, the artist Hate Copy? Uh no. They they change it up every like three months, so it's completely new stuff. Um, I ordered something from her website and I never got it and they charged me $30. That's messed up. Yeah. I'm like filing a claim now with the bank to get my money back. Yeah. For my $32. Huge. I'm honestly proud of you. (laughs) File that claim. Enough's enough. Right. Thank you. Good night, Seattle. You know, good night. Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) I filed a claim. salad, scrambled eggs for lunch. <laughs> Good night, Seattle. I filed a claim. Kalea, are you going to come? <laughs> I'm so not a celebrity and so not a salesperson. Yeah, In any case, uh, Freddie, that brings us to the end of another. What a what an episode. What a time to be alive mm-hmm. of the pickup. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, you know, we'll be back you know again later this month with more stuff you know very interested to see if we have any development on these stories uh you can follow us at the pickup wmba pod uh on all your social medias thank you again for tuning in and uh we'll catch you next time yeah thanks everyone appreciate all the support see ya bye Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days. Wind chill. Black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.